Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. We are, you know, closing up the series today. which has been probably i would still look back at the series and say it's probably been one of the most challenging things that i've ever shared all right um i don't know how it's been on your side you know listening to all of this stuff okay but some of you have been very uh, faithfully and kind enough to tell me what you felt about the whole thing so that was a good thing because um, you know feedback helps right okay and um, i'm just saying you know like i said you know my whole burden you know for this whole series right from the beginning okay right through everything that you know we've looked at over the last couple of weeks has been that you know it should inspire all of you young people all right if you ask me you know whose message really geared at is geared at you all of you unmarried people and you know i think that's the majority in our church all right and the whole reason for that is you know it would inspire you it would you know really challenge you you know to moving forward looking at you know marriage as not something that's you know scary or fearful or something like that it's not something that you know you should stay away because oh man you know i won't have my private space and you know that's some of the things that i keep hearing all the time but you know as we've looked some of the things you know that's very crucial all right my hope and my prayer is that this has been inspiring enough for you to say that man i think you know i want to do what god wants me to do especially when it comes to the area of relationships okay we've looked at some you know really really cool stuff can i say it that way all right um you know um let me just you know say this all right uh, again it's um you know it's it's um the whole title all right uh love sex and uh, and what Come on I've been saying it for so many weeks now you should know what that you know the title of the message at least is the series is all right and and um, you know coming up with individual titles you know for the different parts of you know the different messages that we've had and you know the whole idea about you know behind everything was always you know like when you look at you know the message when you hear the title you should be able to take back you know what the whole message was really all about okay i've shared this before every message that i've ever done it's always been you know you should look at the title and you should know that okay what is the principle behind that one title all right and you've seen that in all of the series that we have actually covered so far all right so today i'm going to close with this whole series okay love sex and marriage comes to an end at least the message comes to and i hope marriage doesn't end for you before it even begins okay so um to we are in week 6 all right and um, i've titled today's message as taking the vow okay uh, we hear about taking the vow when it comes to marriage yes we'll be talking about marriage today we've seen about love all right if you remember the i think the first two weeks almost two and a half weeks we covered about you know how it is like to fall in love with somebody all right and instead of many times you know we look for relationships we look for the right people how it's important that you know we become the right person rather than you know we trying to find the right person for us okay we changed that flip that principle completely around we also looked at if you remember you know the relational principle or the i call it the relational paradigm which jesus brought in and jesus said listen i don't want you to love somebody the way that you've been loved 
and many times you know we tend to emulate what we've seen isn't that true okay we tend to look at the movies we look at the sitcoms and we see you know how romance happens we see how you know everything happens and we try to think that man i think that's the way it should work for us but jesus said listen don't do it that way because guaranteed you will be disappointed at some point if you follow you know what they follow and he's saying listen if you should love somebody love them the way that i have loved you and we looked at you know how um you know to become the right person if you remember we went through you know first corinthians 13 it's called as the famous love chapter we looked at each of those individual qualities that was mentioned there and it was important you know how to take those qualities and try to apply and try to be those things and i kept challenging you guys listen don't wait to get into a relationship to apply those principles practice it now all right start now with the people that you know with the people that's around you start practicing those principles now all right uh, week 3 if you remember i spoke to the guys guys remember that okay girls it's okay let them forget about it okay but we looked at about the whole idea about how you know girls or women were looked you know down upon over the this we look a little bit into that a little bit today all right but we looked at how important it was you know to consider or you know value women the way that jesus valued them all right jesus when he came in he elevated the position of women all right and um, if you remember you know we spoke about sex I'm sure you remember the title of the message, right? Come on, can you please do me a favor? Can you remind me the title? What was the sex title? Oh, thank you very much. Okay, if you forget everything else, I'm so happy that you know you at least remember the title. Okay, glorious sex. Probably you never heard sex being described that way, but we looked at you know why you know God looks at it as glorious sex. All right. god designed and he created and he gifted us sex but the reason we have such a avulsion or we have such a perversion towards it is because sex every time you know you look back at your own life we looked at this we never heard about church from what god's perspective was we never heard about sex you know from what you know a biblical point of view was we always heard it about what culture thought us about it all right we looked at that last week was again a little intense i realized that okay but If you ask me we just skim the surface there's so much more you know into that topic all right but i you know we looked at the whole you know the idea of soul ties we looked at you know how you know joining together all right can actually leave a permanent damage if we are not willing to deal with you know what we've been through all right so today like i said you know we're going to be talking about marriage okay and um, what i want to do today is literally you know give you an idea or an understanding about you know what really marriage is or let me put it this way i want to give you an idea about how god views marriage all right and i also want to give you a few tips on you know what it's like to have a great marriage is that okay so just you know quick few tips you know when you get married you'll be like ha huh, that bald guy was talking that day about you know this and that at least you'll remember that much i hope all right and and i'm praying and i'm hoping that you know it should set you up for success in your marriage when you get married all right and um, i think i'm a little qualified to talk about it because you know next sunday we are celebrating me and you know my wife anu we are celebrating our 14th year wedding anniversary so i think i'm a little qualified 14 years according to indian government is lifetime so 
you know i can say i'm safely to say that you know i'm completing a lifetime of marriage okay at least from the government point of view okay so here's what i want to do i want to you know start by giving you a statistic all right and um, the statistic you know is something that is a little horrifying something that you know literally kind of got me thinking and this is also you know one of the reasons why i want to really lay this foundation in every one of you who's listening to this okay there was a statistic that was taken in the us okay it says that in the year 1930s that era all right there were 80% of people who were married they were just they were married they were you know it was never a question about not getting married 80% of the people were married at that time okay and today you know what happened you know in these years okay or in these decades okay 20 2000s and later they say that from the percentage of 80% it's come down to 40% of people who are just in a marital relationship which means to say that you know the numbers it's gone down from 80 to 40 and here's another statistic you know that's really scary they're saying that the divorce rates are much much higher than actually the marriage rates that you see around marriage is only 40% they're saying you know people all over the world there's only around 40% of the people all over the world who are actually married and if divorce is also alarming at almost a similar rate can you imagine actually how many people are actually married today it's alarming but it's something that you know i believe you know the church or you know god's people needs to step in and start changing okay what i want to start today is by looking at a response you know which jesus gives to a question that he was asked all right so we're going to do a little bit of study and then we'll get into you know something that i want to really tell you all right um Jesus was asked this question okay it's it's found okay in the letter which Matthew was writing to the church Matthew writes this in Matthew's gospel chapter 19 verse 3 to 6 okay here's what it says the pharisees also came to him testing him and saying to him is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason i want you to look at that sentence or that question very very closely all right here's what he's saying listen is it lawful for any reason at all for a man to divorce his wife all right and you know one thing that if you if you read through jesus's life you study jesus's life every time jesus was asked a question jesus all i want is a yes or a no you know what jesus would say he would never give a yes or no he would always give an explanation and you know you'd be like okay you know what jesus what are you really trying to say but it's interesting you know what he responds here and he says here listen verse 4 and he answered and said to them have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female he's in response he's here's what the question is listen is it not lawful for a man to get divorced you know man to divorce a wife all right is it not is it, is it lawful or not and he's saying listen have you not read hello you know you guys are you know the pharisees are asking the question the pharisees are the ones okay if you if I've, i've mentioned this before i think okay to be a pharisee to be qualified as a pharisee you know what was the requirement you needed to know the first five books of the bible by heart which means from genesis till what's the fifth book of the bible anybody deuteronomy okay have you even read deuteronomy okay genesis has how many chapters anybody 50 you need to know the first five books to be qualified so these guys know what they're talking about i want you to get this straight it's not like you know aloof hey jesus i've got this question for you no 
they know the scriptures really well they know what they're talking about and that's why jesus responds to them straight back and says hey listen you guys are asking me this have you not read this and he's saying here look look at what he's saying have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh verse 6 so then they are no longer two but one flesh therefore what god has joined together let not man separate now what i want us to look at is you know verse 5 it says you know jesus says there for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother what's the reason we'll come back to that you know a little later in the message what's the reason that jesus is pointing out but what i want you to look at is this okay this reason a man shall leave leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife now we did you know we did this particular portion last week if you remember we looked at the whole concept of joining and if you remember you know we clearly looked at you know the fact that if you can be joined to somebody you can be joined on three levels you know what are the three levels are okay if you remember this it's a physical level physical level is if you have sex with somebody you enter into a physical union or you in a physical joining relationship with that person you can also be joined to a person emotionally maybe you have not nothing physically but you've gotten you know together emotionally you've fallen in love with that person and you're emotionally involved with that person you can get emotionally joined to that person and then we looked at the third one spiritually okay you can get spiritually joined to a person as well there are good soul ties and there are bad soul ties if you remember that whole joining part that we did last week okay but look at what jesus jesus says here the same thing the two will become one and then he goes on to say therefore what god has joined let not man separate so what was jesus saying in response to this question is it a jesus is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife can i sum up the whole thing what jesus said Here's what Jesus is saying. No. You want a yes or a no? It's a no. It's not lawful for a man. Why? Because what God has joined, let not man separate. Now, again, I know this is again a sensitive topic. I'm sure some of you know people, you know, who have been divorced. I know a lot of people who have been divorced. Now, are you asking, you know, is divorce wrong? Okay. I'm not saying divorce is wrong at least you know in terms of you know what the whole standards are but this is what Jesus is saying okay is it and notice the question is it lawful and again you know we'll come back to that part also you know the whole idea of the law the mosaic law or the old testament law law forbid people to actually get divorced okay but look at what you know goes on to the next thing okay further on they they continue with this question verse 7 they said to him Okay if you okay Jesus we get it okay you're saying okay fine in a in a nutshell you're saying it's no you know you shouldn't give a divorce but then he said why then did Moses command to give a certificate of divorce to and to put her away he said to them Moses because of the hardness of your hearts watch what he says Moses because of the hardness of your hearts permitted you to divorce your wives for from the beginning it was not so divorce was never an option divorce was never something that you know god had considered that's why you know it says jesus says listen what god has joined it's god who's joined them together in a marriage relationship when a husband and a wife comes together it's god who's joined them together therefore what god has joined let not man separate from the beginning it was never separation was never even in the question 
you know and if you remember you know we, we illustrated that whole joining thing with the, to those two sheets of paper together and what happens every time you try to rip apart you know to a relationship what happens pieces of each other are stuck on to each other and it's not easy it's not a scar that easily goes away all right now again like i said it's a little sensitive but you know what what we need to understand is we are serving a god of grace we are serving a god who can make you know old things new so i don't want you to get discouraged by saying that you know what i have all these scars of all these previous relationships you know how am i ever going to be new listen there's still hope because we serve a god of second chance we serve a god who can make all things new that's important for us to understand all right but what what is moses trying to say here or rather what is you know what was the purpose or what was the reason why moses was allowing them or permitting them to give them a certificate or whatever here's a reason why okay we looked at this you know in week 3 of this whole series about you know the status of the women that were given to them okay in the culture there men were getting married to women and when they would get tired of them they would go and marry somebody else but you know what they would do with their first wives they would abuse them they would give them off to other men to allow you know those other men to abuse them and like i said you know we saw this in detail women's society you know the position or the status of the women in that society was really 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 low and moses knew that and you know what moses de- decided listen because you've become hard in your hearts because you have no compassion because you have no more love to these ladies you know women stop degrading them and stop treating them like this listen give them a certificate of divorce let them go away so that you know here's here's what i believe you know so that maybe maybe there's a guy you know who would come around who would treat those women to be the women that they are supposed to be treated as the daughter of god the princess of god the queen that she's supposed to be really treated as and that's the reason why you know moses actually permitted the but i want you to go back to this you know jesus said this have you not read okay and he said you know for this reason what's the reason that jesus was talking about there okay now you know here's something that i want us to understand about marriage all right and then this is what i you know i want you to really really grasp this okay his point number 1 what is mar- marriage represents god if there's anything about marriage that we should understand you know when a man and a woman gets married you know what that marriage does it represents god it represents god okay um look at look at you know what you look at what jesus said okay verse 4 and he answered and said to them have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female and verse 5 then he goes on to say for this reason god you know starts off or jesus starts off by saying listen when they were created in the beginning they were made male and female okay you look at the original you know portion of scripture where this was particularly taken out you know from the beginning genesis 126 okay god said let us make man in our image let who let who let us who's us who's us is it yeah it's yeah let us who's us So there was clearly you know it was not just God alone right it was God the heavenly father it was Jesus Christ you know his son and the holy spirit the three of them the three together said listen we're going to make man or let me put it this way okay it's mentioned the man but it's actually referring to mankind 
let us make mankind in our image okay and let them have dominion over the fish of the you know um over the birds of the air over all the cattle for everything that creeps all over the earth but he said listen let us make mankind okay which means what male and female if you remember you know when god created i mean that's what jesus said listen he made them male and female and what did he say let them be in our likeness what does that mean how is that even relevant you know to what you know the reason that jesus is speaking about here here's what i want us to understand what is the image of god we often say you know that we are created in the image of god don't we do we understand in full detail you know what does it mean what does it mean that you know what is the image of god i want us to understand from this particular scripture you know what is mentioned there the image of god can i tell you this is male and female that is why you know if you look at how god said listen let us make mankind in our image okay let us make mankind in our image not in my image in our image we are three and we are one at the same time isn't that true we know you know we know the triune god okay it's a you know we know the trinity okay as most people know it okay the father the son and the holy spirit and we always say and always refer to them as one right and here's what god is saying listen i want to let us make man kind in our image male and female what is the image of god male and female that's the image of god so here's what i want us to understand adam and eve when they were the first male and female that were created they were the image of god you didn't get what i said they were the image of god i didn't say adam was the image of god and eve was the image of god separately i said adam and eve were the image of god now what do i mean by that listen when god wanted to create a portrait of himself on the earth you know what he did when he wanted to take a selfie he pointed that phone i want you to imagine this he pointed that phone at whom at adam and eve together the marriage the first marriage that was ever there he pointed it at them and he said listen that's my portrait here on this earth you know can i tell you this you know one of the reasons i believe divorce is such a such a high rate is because of the deception you know that the enemy has been putting into their hearts and minds you know what the deception is the deception is listen you're not compatible for each other you know i think you know this has gone far enough and you know there's so many reasons that people give but there's a lot of deception given by the enemy and can i tell you this satan hates marriage do you know why you know why satan hates marriage and you know why satan is trying to do everything possible to destroy marriage because of this one reason that every time a marriage is being covenanted here on this earth the image of god comes in play in earth if you think about this when did satan attack mankind i mean adam was there adam was there he was walking with god satan didn't do anything you know when adam was walking all alone didn't he it was only after eve was created and formed and you know they were together and that's when satan realized this one particular truth you know what the truth is hey that's god right there <laughs> i can't have god on earth and that's when if you notice you know the temptation came in after the marriage was covenanted on this earth 
Why? Because Satan did not want to see the image of God being represented here on this earth. Can I tell you this again and again? Listen, this is so crucial. This is so important for us to understand. Every time a marriage covenant is being established on this earth, every time you attend a marriage function, you know, when they're saying the vows and, you know, they're committing their lives to each other, okay, and this, you know, all of those things are being done. The covenant relationship that is being formed is, you know, a representation of who God is here on this earth. When people look at marriage, can I tell you this? I want to challenge all of you young people this. Listen, when you get married, you know what should be your vision towards your marriage? That man, my marriage should be a representation of God here on this earth. When people look at my marriage, they should see God inside of my marriage. Now, I want you to think about this, okay? It's, it's, it's a little this, so, you know, I hope, you know, what I'm going to illustrate actually explains this a little better, okay? Um, God, the Father, Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? They're three. But they're also one. And I want you to look at, you know, my three fingers here. When you look at here like this, you know, from far off when you're sitting there, all right, ones are online. I don't know if you can see my fingers, okay? But when you look at it from there, you can see only one, right? But the more closer you come, the more closer you get, what are you going to see? You're going to see the one being reflected as three. That's what happens when we come closer to God, isn't it true? We get to know God who has a father. We get to know Jesus Christ as a son. We get to know the Holy Spirit. The more closer we draw closer to God. But otherwise, you know, for an outsider, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, they're all one, right? Now, the, you know, I hope this illustration really, you know, hits home, you know, for all of you. When you look at a husband and a wife, there are only two, right? So how then is it really, or how does a marriage really become a reflection of God's image here on this earth? Because there are only two. You know what I want us to understand? A marriage, or let me put it this way, a blessed marriage is one where there's not just two people in a relationship, there are three. You know who's the third one? There's a husband, there's a wife, and there's God. And when you look at them from far, they look as one. But when you get closer to them and you see, you know, there's this marriage that's thriving, that's, you know, that's growing, that's building up, you get closer to them, you see three people in there. The husband, the wife, and God. Marriage is a representation of the image of God here on this earth. And that is why God is so emphatic about marriage. That is why God says, man, marriage, you know, is so important, so vital because every time a marriage is covenanted here on this earth, it's a reflection, it's a representation of Him here on this earth. All right? So marriage is the image of God in this earth. Now, I want you to, you know, also look at this one particular thing. Marriage represents God, number two, Marriage represents Christ and the church. Okay, now this is this, you know, the scripture is, you know, so popularly told in every marriage ceremony that happens there. All right. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 31 to 33. You must have heard this so many times. For this reason, again, you know, it's mentioned that for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. You know, Paul said, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Marriage is not just a representation or just an image of God, but marriage also 
represents Christ and the church. That's why, you know, Paul says here, you know, in his letter to the church at Ephesus, he's saying, listen, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ. And what is he speaking concerning the Christ and the church? For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined. He's talking about marriage. The same reference which Jesus gave back in Matthew. Marriage is a representation of God here on this earth. Marriage is also a representation of the church and Christ here on this earth. So, how is this relevant? Okay, how is this relevant? Every time, you know, you see a marriage function happening. And every time you see a godly marriage function happening, let me put it that way. Okay, we'll, we'll come back, you know, to the paper part of it a little later. Okay, because that's, that's vital for us to understand as well. But every time you see a marriage function happening, and especially a godly marriage function happening, you know what God does with that marriage? One, he makes sure that anyone who looks at that marriage, anyone who looks at the husband, anyone who looks at that wife can look at it and say that, man, that's who God is. You know, when they look at that couple, they say, you know, I know they're two separate people, but they seem like one. Your marriage, can I tell you this, should be the loudest witness to anybody who sees your marriage about who God is, about who Jesus is, about what the church is like. And you know, this is, this is what, you know, he goes on to say, okay. Verse 33. Nevertheless, let each of you in particular, so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Why does Paul tell to the husbands very particularly to love their wives? We've looked at this a little bit, you know, in week three. But I want you to think about that for a moment. In fact, guys, let me give you a little tip. Do you know why, you know, Paul is writing to the husbands to make sure that, you know what, guys, if you're doing something, make sure that you love your wives. You know why? Because women want to be loved. Simple. Women want to be loved. And, and, and if you remember, you know, we the relational principle, you know, which Jesus brought about, about, you know, relationship. What did he say? Listen, if you should love somebody, Love them as I've loved you. Now, here, you know, Paul says this very clearly. He says here, you know, you love your own wife as you love yourself. Now, people say, you know, I don't love myself. I don't think that's true. At least to a large extent. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe not, you know, very, very expressive kind of love. But here's what I know about you and here's what you know about yourself. Can I ask you this? Will you ever make fun of yourself? truth. Will you ever make fun of yourself? Can I ask you this? Will you ever talk about yourself behind your own back? It's a weird question, but I'm just asking. Will you ever talk about yourself behind your back? You wouldn't do that. Would you ever betray and break your own trust? You would never do that. Would you, you know, make sure that you slave, you know, the whole day serving, 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 serving all the time? Would you? You would never do that. You would want to definitely have some time out, right? You want to, want, you know, just be relaxed, be this. Right? Wouldn't you want to be valued? Would you ever devalue yourself? I want you to think about that. And in fact, you know, I'm sure the image that's coming into most of you unmarried people is your own mom, right? To a large extent. Think about how much, you know, 
she might be slaving up the whole day making sure that you know everything is on time everything is perfect pitch perfect this that you know making sure that you have what you need at the end of the day would you ever do that to yourself you would and that's why paul said listen if you should love he's telling the husband listen if you should love your wife love them love them as you love yourself it's important to understand that listen women need to be loved they need to be valued they need to be you know treated you know in a way that jesus would treat them again you know we we spoke a lot about this but here's something that's on the flip side okay women now it's your turn you ready there's a woman sitting online as well okay notice what paul says paul says you know husbands you got to love your wives but he doesn't say to the wives listen wives you've got to love your husbands he doesn't say that you know what he says he says listen wives if you should do something you should see that you respect your husband Do you know why he says that? Because can I tell you this? Okay, there's a tip, you know, for all you ladies, all right? Because men want to be respected. Period. In fact, you know, if you want to say that man, I love this guy or I love this, okay, a quick tip to all of you, listen. For men, okay, it's not about the how many times you tell them I love you, I love you, I love you. Right, guys? It's never about that. you give them a little bit of respect you know what you communicate to them every time you respect a guy every time you respect a man tomorrow you get married you start respecting your husband you know what you're communicating to your husband i love you that's what you respect that's what when you respect that's exactly you know for men you know what it's mean to be like to be loved they want respect period they don't want anything else they don't want you know man all that lovey dovey all that this thing listen they don't want that they just want some respect that's why if you look you know most of the men you know they love to work outside they love to work you know long hours in their company do you know why because the company respects them for the work that they do this is key i want you never to forget this listen that's why you know paul is emphatic to the woman listen woman don't just go lovey dovey lovey dovey on your husbands don't do that listen all they're looking for or you know the language that you need to communicate to them about love is respect treat them with respect and you see how much they love you back can i tell you this okay just from you know a man's point of view you know the biggest thing you know that we take from our homes is how much we've been respected in our own homes respect is such a key word you know to the men and that's why paul is emphatically writing to the woman he's saying listen wives you see you see he's saying listen you see that you treat or respect your husbands you see marriage is a lot more important than we think it's a lot more important than we it's not just you know oh man there's a big marriage functioning happening okay there's a big marriage function happening and you're thinking and you're wondering about you know what are you going to wear hello okay okay and and you know when it okay I, i'll be very honest with you okay women you you girls you you women are really smart okay only online crowd okay i'll be i'll give it to you okay and i, I i'll be honest with you we men are not as smart as you i'll give it to you all right you women are really really smart 
all right and and that's why i said you know many times you know when we think about a marriage we think about a marriage function or a wedding function you know we think that man all the you know the decor and all the you know this the what do you call the the whatever that goes along with you know the function there you know there's so much you know that's put into those functions there is not true okay but but you know god and jesus were so emphatic about marriage simply because they knew one thing which they want us to know that every time you get married i said every time every time you get married the marriage is always a representation of god it's a representation of jesus it's a representation of the church when people look at your marriage they will know how christ loved the church we talk about you know marriage okay in fact i think when kalyano is leading is talking about you know the bride jesus is coming back for his bride it's true it's about the great marriage relationship you know that we talk about but we need to understand earthly marriages are a true representation of jesus and how the church is like you know just a quick tip okay to all this all you young men all right Okay like I said earlier you know women are really smart okay my wife is really smart okay I'll be really 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 honest with you and and um so smart that you know like sometimes you know young men let me just tell you this they just love to mess around with our minds they do okay they just mess up with our minds so much okay my wife does that with me most of the time okay especially you know when she does that she loves to do it the most okay every time i'm getting ready to go out all right what do we guys do we just open the cupboard we take what's there and we wear it on we just go out right the minute i'm ready to step out of my you know the house she looks she takes one good look at me and you know what she says you're going to wear that okay and what's wrong with this you know and i'm like yeah I mean, you know this no no you 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 take that off you can't wear that i mean this doesn't even go along with the whole thing you know she she goes there okay and you know she's been doing this to me for the last 14 years okay every time you know we need to go out she she always says you going to wear that no 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 and in fact you know what i decided okay so sometimes you know i thought you know what this time she will not get me okay so i always remember the combination that she selected last time okay and you know what i do I go okay I'm like she picked out this shirt and this pants so let's just take that probably it's a good combination and when I take that out she's like you're going to wear that again I'm like okay yeah and 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 you know that that whole thing is so <laughs> just saying okay you know what right now we've got four guys in the house okay you know what we really do we just wait for mama to come in and she'll pick out clothes for all of us and you know we make sure that we're all looking good and we're ready to go all right truth story true story you can ask her after the service is over okay but i'm just saying she's definitely the smarter one i don't want to mess around with that okay marriage represents god marriage represents christ in the church and here's what the last thing that i want us to look at marriage is a covenant marriage is a covenant we looked a little bit about that about this last week but i want to just give a little bit more into this today all right in the old testament all right when god spoke to his people he often chose prophets to do that right and and you know when god was talking about he wanted to talk about family he spoke to you know through the prophet malachi and here's what he's he's god is speaking through the prophet malachi malachi chapter 2 verse 14 here's what he's saying yet you say for what reason you know 
what has happened you know in the context of this whole particular verse you know what's happening here is okay the whole thing what's happened is the people were giving their offerings but god was not receiving their offerings god just was not receiving any of the offerings that the people were giving to them and the people responds you know in malachi chapter 2 verse 14 and he say yet you say you know people are asking for what reason why god why are you not accepting our offerings what's the reason and here's you know here's what god is saying because the lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth with whom you have dealt tre- i can't pronounce that word okay treacherously okay yet she's your companion and your wife by covenant god is again bringing to highlight listen you you've not dealt fairly with her you've not been kind you've not been considered you've been treating her really poorly and real badly and yet she's your wife she's you know the companion from your youth and she's your wife by covenant you know many times you know people people refer to marriage as a contract people refer to marriage as a piece of paper okay in fact you know most of the live in relationships you you go and ask them you know they always say this listen we love each other okay we're going to live with each other and as long as we are in love with each other and we live with each other what difference does you know a piece of paper make i mean marriage is not that important you know it's just a certificate i mean we don't need a certificate to say that you know we love each other that's like a common concept that's been you know creeping in so much these days and can i tell you that's another deception that the enemy is really putting into the hearts and minds of people can i can i tell you this difference okay i looked this up okay what's a contract all right a contract is something where you know we protect our rights and we limit our responsibilities you think about any contract okay some of you you know you're working you know this contract that you have with your company you know sometimes we end in we go into you know an agreement you know with um, when you're renting out a place okay we have a rental agreement for this hall okay we go into an agreement where you know we 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 trying to protect our rights and we trying to limit the responsibilities you know that we have to carry in a contract but you know what a covenant is covenant is where we give up our rights and we pick up our responsibilities a covenant is not you know just where you say that you know what i will not do this do this do this no 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 there are more responsibilities when you enter into a covenant relationship when you enter you know into a contract you can say okay i'm only doing this nothing else i'm going to be doing a contract is you know binding and that's how you know you stick to you know what you want to do but in a covenant you're giving up your rights and you're saying that listen i'm going to be responsible there are more responsibilities in a covenant relationship now can i tell you this okay one of the biggest deceptions okay that you know the enemy has been putting out there is that marriage is just a contract it's just a certificate you know you don't need that as long as you love each other and you can live together it's absolutely fine nobody is going to say anything but you know what that is that is two people that is two people and for god marriage is not just a piece of paper it's not If you ask you know if you ask okay Danny what, what, what I mean it's just a piece of paper right if you ask me that way yeah you're right it's just a piece of paper but a marriage covenant is much more than just a piece of paper you know what a marriage covenant is a marriage covenant is where a husband and a wife and god comes into the picture and that's what makes a great or a blessed marriage 
but every time you know you leave out god every time you say that man it's just me and her or her you know me and him and me and her you know every time you come into that kind of a relationship can i tell you this god is not going to be able to come into that and that can lead into a lot of this and can i tell you this every time you enter into a covenant relationship when god is there he protects your marriage from getting destroyed by the enemy but if god is not there in your marriage you know what's going to happen you're opening the doors you know because this is two of you now you're not even representing god because god's not there it's opening the doorway for the enemy to come and destroy that relationship and that is why you know we need to understand that marriage is not just a piece of paper but marriage is a covenant that god has established here on this earth now i want you to you know just picture this okay just for a moment i i'm going to try and explain you know what really a covenant relationship is all right uh most of you you know you've 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 read through the old testament you've read through the new testament right and the old testament you know had a covenant relationship as well in the old testament you know i want you to picture this okay imagine god is standing on this side of the covenant all right and the people of israel were standing on that side and here god was saying you know what okay let me just sum it up okay let me just sum it up you know what god is trying to tell the people god is telling the people listen i'm going to provide for you i'm going to protect you and i'm going to bless you that's my part of the covenant agreement what's yours so the people of israel are standing on this side and they're looking at god and they're probably thinking okay you know what what should we do and here's what god is saying listen for you you know to bind or to agree or to bring into a covenant you've got to be perfect which means you should never mess up everything you know that's been there that you're supposed to do you're supposed to do it and you're supposed to do it perfectly that's the old testament or that's the you know the old covenant that was established and and you know what i what i personally feel i mean have you um any one of you have finished reading the book of leviticus it's a great book okay the only problem with that book is it can be a little frustrating because there's so much of stuff that you have to do every time you mess up there's so much of stuff okay there are chapters that are written on the stuff that you have to do to get back to you know into right standing with god and that if you think about it and you know what i personally feel is you know when 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 god and the holy spirit was you know writing or you know was telling moses you need to write this you need to write that i think they were having a ball of a time saying that you know what okay they need to do this three times no 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 three times is too you put it as seven times they'll never be able to do it seven times okay that one put it 10 times you know let's see if they actually come out with it 10 times and i think they were having a ball of a time writing down all those things because they knew this all of those things you know that they were expected the people of israel was expected to do to keep their part of the covenant they were never going to be able to fulfill it and god wanted the law to be frustrating to them because he knew that they wouldn't be able to keep it that was the old covenant and then comes in the new god decides okay you know what there's let's establish a new covenant and you know in the new covenant here's what he does you know he said he says the same thing listen i'm going to provide for you i'm going to protect you i'm going to bless you and then he looks at the people and you need to understand they already frustrated they just can't keep their part of the covenant he looks at jesus his son and he says listen they've not been able to keep their part of the covenant would you go to earth as a man would you take their place and would you keep or be the bridge between me and them to keep that covenant relationship and we know the story jesus came down as a man 
he became the sacrificial lamb for everything wrong that we did and he established a strong covenant between god and us for the rest of our lives and the only thing you know what god was asking the people hey do you believe do you believe do you believe that jesus did this for you i do lord i believe i believe that you did this for me a covenant was established and you know what god said no matter how many times they mess up no matter how many times they fail i will always keep my part of the covenant and i can you tell you what a marriage is like a marriage should be like no matter how many times our partners fail no matter how many times our partners mess up a covenant relationship is where we are willing to stand up and say that you know what i'm willing to keep my part of the covenant no matter even the fact that they have messed up i want us to you know just remember this three things that you know that i want us to remember about marriage you know i know that some of you are you know probably at the edge of marriage you know you probably you know proposals are coming or whatever that's going on but i want you to keep this in mind your marriage is it going to be a reflection or is it going to be a portrait of what god looks like to everybody who looks at your marriage not at you i'm not saying that again don't get me wrong or don't get you know mixed up danny i'm single you know are you saying that i can't represent god yes you can jesus was single for 33 and a half years and he represented who god was but i'm just saying listen when you get married your marriage should be a reflection of who god is here on this earth when people look at your marriage they should see god they should see the church they should see jesus christ and they say man is that what the relationship is like i think i want to a part of that i want that i want to be a believer i want to be able to come into this relationship can i okay i want us to you know even as we close this series all right and i know that you know some of the things that you know that we've looked in this last couple of weeks has been challenging okay has been you know a little mind boggling perhaps or maybe is the stuff that you've not heard about you know all these years that you've been walking with the lord or you've been a believer all right and the stuff that you know this maybe you're thinking man all of these things are too difficult can i tell you this it doesn't matter you know if we are not able to keep our side or we are not able to you know keep and follow all those principles as long as there's one thing i want us to remember listen if you're willing to come and say that lord i need your help all of these things that you mentioned you know <clears throat> in those word and you know whatever we will looked at and so i feel it's so difficult for me to do can i tell you this every time you come into the presence of god every time you ask our god i need help i want to be this person i want to you know to be able to you know do all of these things you know that we just looked at over these last few you know we spoke about marriage lord i want my marriage to be a reflection of you know you here on this earth when people look at my marriage people should say that man that's who god is i want that can i tell you this god will come running to your aid no matter where you are or how you are he's going to come running to your aid and he's going to say listen you want my help i'm going to do that because our god is a covenant keeping god he'll never break his covenant with us i want us to just you know close our eyes as we look to the lord in prayer 
and i want you to you know just reflect on you know especially you know what we heard and i know you know some of these things you know are not things that you know we keep properly hearing it every time and now again and there are quite a few challenging things you know that we have looked at as well but i want you to understand and realize that there's still hope for every one of us because our god is a god of hope a god is a god of restoration our god is a god who can actually enable us to become all that he wants us to become our god is a god who can enable us to become all that he wants us to become even in every relationship that we have you know maybe some of us you know we're struggling in when it comes to the area of relationships maybe you know some of us we have relationships today you know that needs help that needs some healing that needs you know something for god to come in and do even as we are in the presence of god you know i want us to surrender every one of those relationships to the lord right now i want you to keep it at the feet of jesus because jesus is here and here's what he's going to do every time you keep something at the feet of jesus he's going to take it he's going to see how it is and he's going to make sure that it is completely whole jesus doesn't want us to limp he doesn't want us to kneel and he doesn't want us to you know just keep crawling on all of all of our foes he wants us to get up he wants us to be able to walk he wants us to be able to run that's the wholeness that you know we look at only a person who's completely healthy only a person who's completely whole can actually start running but if a person is hurt if a person is damaged if a person is struggling you know with things he just cannot run thank you jesus thank you lord maybe some of us you know we have the fear of marriage you know maybe we carrying this fear that man i've seen what my parents marriage is like and i want none of that maybe you know you're fearful because every marriage that you know has broken apart maybe some of us who are listening today you know we're married and maybe your marriage is struggling but there's still hope because god can restore the broken heart father we want to thank you lord even as we are in your presence this evening lord father we thank you lord father lord for everything that you've been speaking to us lord especially when it comes to relationships lord father Lord we know Lord that you have created us you have designed us for relationships Lord it was never in your plan Lord Father that we should remain alone Lord you looked at Adam and you said Lord it is not good that man is alone let me make a suitable partner for him and father we know lord father lord that you have created us for relationships lord father but many of us lord father lord in this place lord are broken because of all the bad past relationships that they have been through lord it's been shattered it's been destroyed lord father lord and lord there are many relationships lord father lord that is beyond return lord father but lord we believe lord father lord that you can take something that's broken that's shattered lord father lord and make it completely whole and make it completely new lord 
and father right now lord i want to surrender every person lord father lord who's struggling in the area of relationships into your hands lord father i pray lord that you would touch them lord touch them where it hurts lord father lord touch them where the pain is lord father and enable them lord father to experience that healing in their bodies lord father experience a healing in their hearts lord father so that lord they can lord father lord come back and lord father not remain where they are lord father so that lord they can look at the relationships lord father lord that you have intended for them lord and they can be made completely whole again lord father lord we want to surrender lord father every married people into your hands lord lord we know lord father lord some of the truths that we looked at today lord father in regard to marriage lord father lord lord we know our marriage should reflect you here on this earth lord father and lord i want to pray for every married person here right now lord i pray lord jesus lord that you would lord father lord touch their marriages in the name of jesus lord father lord i pray lord that lord if god has not been there in the center of their marriage lord that you would lord father lord be able to go back there lord father that they would open doors for you to come in lord father so that lord instead of two people lord father it will become three again lord and lord that marriage would end up being a reflection of who you are on this earth lord father oh lord i pray lord father that you would restore marriages lord father lord lord even right now lord father i want to pray lord father lord for the series that we have looked at lord when it comes to love when it comes to relationships when it comes to sex when it comes to marriage lord father lord lord we know that the enemy has kept this place manipal bound in many of these areas lord father lord lord we see lord father lord the bondages that the enemy has put into this place and father we want to break its power and its hold right now in the name of jesus lord father lord even as we have looked at your word we have looked at your truth lord we pray lord father lord the demonic bondages that are present here lord father would be broken right now in the name of jesus lord father we're going to see breakthroughs lord father when it comes to relationships lord we're going to see breakthroughs when it comes to lord father marriages lord father lord lord there is going to be a standard of purity that is going to be established here in manipal lord father and lord i pray lord that you would lord establish lord father lord this place on your truth on your word lord father and we're going to see wholesome relationships that's going to spring forth from this place lord i pray for everyone who's listening to this message even right now i pray lord that you would touch them lord touch them in the areas lord father lord lord that you would enable them lord father to come out of the struggles of the bondages that they might be in right now lord father and lord i pray lord that they would be made whole lord father they would be made new lord father so that lord when you bring the right person lord father lord they would be ready lord father and when they get married lord lord if that is in your will that they should get married father you would establish that marriage here on this earth lord so much so that it would be a powerful witness for who you are for who jesus is lord father and who the church stands for lord and i pray lord that you would lord father establish that marriage on solid rock lord father we want to thank you once again lord father we surrender everything into your hands lord father i surrender lord each, each of us into your hands lord father lord even as many of us we're going back for holidays we're going into lord father lord meeting our families and our extended families i pray lord that your presence would go before us lord father i pray lord that you would touch lord father lord and use us lord to be witnesses lord father lord for your name's sake wherever we go We thank you once again for the series Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Receive the benediction. May the love of God our Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.
that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or dm us on instagram you know let us know if we can serve you in any way just a reminder don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and i'm really hoping to see you next week